want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You're listening to 8020. It's 25 days of podcasts. I would definitely have to say that I spend about 80% of my time in the 20s. Okay, but like, what does that even mean? I absolutely love Christmas. Hey guys, what's up? Happy Monday. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. It is December 12th, so it's Podmas Day 12, and I really, really hope that you guys are enjoying Podmas so far. If you have no idea what Podmas is, I'm posting a new episode every single day leading up to Christmas. It's kind of like my little holiday gift to you guys, so be sure to go listen to all 12 episodes prior to this, and then you can come back and listen to this one or you can listen to this one first and then go listen to the next 12. doesn't really matter what order. They don't all go together, but there's a couple here and there that go together, but I tell you when they do and it'll all make sense. So, but yeah, there's just lots and lots of content during the month of December and I hope that you guys are enjoying it. If you are, be sure to drop a rate, drop a review. That just helps more people find and listen to the show. If you love this episode, be sure to share it on Instagram. You can tag me at LilyRayco or you can tag the podcast Instagram at 8020pod. I love, love, love seeing all of your stories and it's just so fun to watch you guys uh, listen to Podmas. So thanks for doing that. This episode is all about setting realistic goals for 2023. I think that this time of year is always interesting because everyone's kind of scrambling, right? Like I feel like yes, things are starting to slow down, but I think people are like wound up. Part of that is because there's kind of this like big push to always make January like the best month of the year and like in December there's so much build up to the new year and in reality you can start whenever you want like you don't have to wait for January 1st to start goals or to set goals and so I want you to keep in mind when you're listening to this episode that this kind of applies whenever you need it to. Yeah, it's really nice and really like clean and fresh for it to be like January 1st, I'm doing this and it's going to happen all year. But most New Year's resolutions, I don't know the statistic, but they kind of go out the window after like the first two weeks. Like I kind of try to avoid the gym the first two weeks of January because people are just, it's super crowded because everyone's like, I'm going to go to the gym all year long and it lasts for two weeks and then they never go. So when you're thinking about your goals going into the new year, it's really, really important to make them unique to you and specific to what you truly want in life. As I was kind of writing out this episode, I started to think about all of the things that I want to do this year. For me, that list is pretty lengthy. And if you know me at all, you know that I am a creative 
I've always got big ideas and people typically have to bring me back down to earth when I have a big idea. So I typically spread myself pretty thin. Podmas is a great example of this. It's the holidays, people are busy, I've got stuff with work, I've got social stuff, I haven't even started my Christmas shopping, yet I'm posting a new episode every single day, I still need to be active on socials, I still need to show up in my job, I'm working with a personal trainer, so I've got gym goals, I've got food goals, I still need to make sure that like the laundry's moving and the dishwasher's clean, and I just have all this stuff going on, and I've spread myself pretty thin. I'm kind of burning the candle at both ends. So I'm a really good example of like what not to do. So when I start thinking about my goals for the year ahead, I really want to be intentional with what I put my time and energy into and pick like maybe one or two things that I really, really, really want to focus on. So I'm going to give you guys three different methods for setting goals for 2023. You could do one of these, you could do all of these, you could kind of do like a combination. I think that when you choose like one or two things to really focus on, that's where you see success rather than spreading yourself too thin. So first and foremost, I'm saying it now and I'm saying it on the podcast publicly to like thousands of people because I want you guys to hold me to it. I'm going to pick just like one or two things to focus on. Those will be my overarching kind of goals for the year. And then maybe come January, I'll make an episode kind of sharing with you guys what those goals are. But I too need to put more thought and effort into what I want out of 2023. And then I can kind of circle back and share this with you guys. But let's go ahead and dive into the three realistic methods for goal setting for the new year. Method number one is what I like to call mapping it out. So this is where you grab a piece of paper and a pen and you just kind of jot down what exactly this goal is going to look like. So these are a couple questions that you can jot down in your journal and kind of fill in. Question number one is what exactly is the goal? Number two is do you have an end date for this goal? So if it's going to take 12 months, it would be the end of December. If it's going to take three months, it would be March, etc. Question number three is what steps do you need to take to reach this goal? Step number four is what are a few things that will help you achieve this goal? So if you need to ask for help from a certain person, if you need to hire someone to help you reach this goal, if there are any habits that you need to enforce in your routines that will help you achieve this goal, write those here. And then question number five is to set up some success trackers. So how will you know when you achieve this goal? Are there any weekly or monthly milestones that will help you to get closer to this goal? Now's a good time to write those down too. So this first method is really nice if you kind of know what your goals are. But oftentimes it's hard to see the big picture of what the year is going to look like without a little bit of a visuals. So method number two is to create a vision board for the year. And this is something that my mom would always do with her clients. She's been in the health and wellness industry for pretty much my whole life. And she would always host these vision board and then it'll kind of tie into method number three, which is a word of the year. She would always host these vision boarding and word of the year workshops. Vision boarding is essentially the process of visually deciding what your year is going to look like. So we would always use magazines growing up, like you would just flip through a bunch of magazines, pull out pictures that kind of spoke to you. Maybe it's a picture of a dog, or maybe there's a word, or maybe it's a number, or maybe it's like a woman climbing a mountain, or I don't know, whatever kind of speaks to you, you would just pull it out and then put it onto the vision board. And I think that this is a really, really cool method because oftentimes there are things that we want, but we really can't put into words 
what it might look like. So visually kind of piecing it together like a jigsaw puzzle is really cool. And then you can go back to method number one and map out the goal. If you just have like a big stack of magazines lying around, I would highly recommend flipping through them, pulling out some pictures that speak to you, and then maybe putting them together on a bulletin board or using a canvas, or maybe even just use Pinterest. Go on there and pin things that you want to happen in the new year. Pinterest has probably millions, if not billions, of pieces of content on there, so it won't be hard to decide what your 2023 is going to look like on Pinterest. Maybe I'll make one too and then we can all share them. I don't know. Join the group chat. Let's do something cool with vision boarding in there. I think that that would be really incredible. But yeah, just look through pictures, start to visualize what your 2023 looks like. And then method number three is to choose a word of the year. So once you've vision boarded or maybe you've written it out and mapped it, what does everything that you want in the new year have in common? Can it be captured in one single word? Oftentimes goals, so method number one, can be really, really overwhelming. So is there one single word that describes what you want out of the year ahead that you can then plug into almost every area of your life for yourself, the people around you, your family, friends, even strangers, definitely your job, your schoolwork, your side hustles, your habits, finances, your health, mental, physical, literally everything in your life can revolve around this one word. So it truly has to mean something to you. So Lex and I had a conversation yesterday because she just got a new planner and she started to jot down some words that she was thinking about using for the new year. And so then by default, since the two of us are like two bees in a pod, I started to kind of put a little bit of thought into what word I wanted this year. So I've been tossing a couple around and I figured that I'd share them just to kind of inspire you guys. And then maybe we'll do, like I said at the beginning of this, a follow-up episode in early January where I kind of share the direction or my my intentional direction of 2023. If you go on Pinterest and just search word of the year, there are plenty of lists that pop up. Obviously, you can use whatever word you want, whatever word you think sets the intention, sets the standard for the year. I'll just give you guys three that I've kind of been tossing around, I guess my top three, and then we'll kind of reassess come the new year and I'll let you guys know what I choose. So the first one is love. This one, I feel like love is so overused, but I don't really care. I'm going to go with it anyway. Love for myself, for others, for my job for this podcast because that's something that I really want to focus on in the coming year. Just like love all around. I don't know. I feel like I've spent a lot of time and energy on things that aren't really love or I've spent a lot of time and energy on things that I don't love, even just like things that I don't love to do. And I don't really want to do that anymore. So I want to go into the new year with love, with all the people that I love, doing the things that I love, and just like loving life. And then the second word that I've been tossing around is community. This has been one that I've been super focused on since I moved, but I think I really want to kind of further it along in 2023. If you listened to the episode about lessons from my younger self, I talked about how I didn't really have the best high school experience and I've never truly felt like there's been a solid community around me until pretty recently. And so I want to just continue to build on that. I want to continue meeting people that kind of stretch my brain in new ways and challenge me and excite me and build me up and are there for me and we cheer each other on and 
it's just super cool. And then also I want to work on building the podcast community. There's probably like 600, 700 people in our group chat, which is literally insane that there's that many people in the 8020 group chat. And that's just kind of a testament to the community that we've built here. And I want to continue to foster that. So community is definitely a big thing for me this coming year. And then the third word, I don't know, I'm kind of tied between a couple, but but I'll just toss one out there. Focus. I definitely have a short attention span and I kind of hop from idea to idea and I kind of touched on this earlier in the episode, but I have big ideas, right? I like to kind of shoot for the stars and then someone has to kind of bring me back down to earth and oftentimes my attention gets diverted in different directions and it's hard for me to focus on one task and one goal. So I think I want to just kind of be more focused this year on a couple really, really specific things and find great success in those things because I'm hyper-focused. So like I said, if you want to kind of toss around a couple different words in your own life, now's the good time to start thinking about them. Um, So you can just Google word of the year inspiration and just jot down a couple words that speak to you, think on them, and then come, I guess, end of December, early January, pick one, decide on it. Make it your lock screen or write it on your desk at work like on a sticky note, hang it above your mirror, whatever you need to do to look at it and see it every single day and live by it. So that is going to be it for today's episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to subscribe for more. I post new episodes every single day during the month of December. Love you guys lots and I will talk to you tomorrow.